From the KLYT Broadcast Studio, this is ABQ Connect. Your input on today's topic is important to us. Join in the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. ABQ Connect. All right, here we are. Happy Reformation Day. Later in the show, uh, we'll address that. And for those, you know, uh, I'll be transparent, you know, until about 20 years ago, and I've been a Christian for probably 15 or 20 years at that point, uh, I wasn't super clear on all the details of the Reformation. And I watched watched the movie Luther with uh, Joseph Fiennes and uh, really, I mean, if recommended. Let me tell you that. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, tracks with history real well. Uh, it's a sound movie. Uh, but anyway, uh, later in the show, we'll talk a little more uh, about Reformation Day. And, you know, lots of folks today in the body of Christ seeking uh, Halloween alternatives uh, for their family, a safe place to be. And we've posted a lot of those on our website at klyt.fm. A lot of them actually already happened uh, late last week and over the weekend. Uh, but uh, let me just rattle off uh, some. Th- there's a lot more than this uh, doing events uh, around town. But uh, uh, some of the churches that communicated with us uh, about their event uh, that are happening, obviously, uh, Calvary Southwest and Calvary uh, uh, Calvary Chapel New Harvest in Los Lunas uh, are having events today. Calvary Rio Rancho, Hoffman Town Church, Blaze Church uh, up in Santa Fe, um, Calvary Rio Grande Valley, and uh, uh, this one was kind of unique. First Bilingual Baptist Church. Uh, they're located uh, on Fruit in Albuquerque, just south of Lomas and 8th. Uh, and uh, their event gets underway at 5 o'clock uh, this afternoon. So uh, we hope uh, that uh, you find a, a safe place to enjoy time with family uh, tonight. And again, we've posted those on the website at klyt.fm. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's catch up with our first guest in studio with us, Ed Green. I just met Ed. Ed is with... Uh, the Baptist Convention of New Mexico's Ministry, uh, Baptist Disaster Relief. Uh, Ed, welcome into the studio. Thanks, Steve. Good to be here. Uh, glad you're here. Uh, I had not heard about this ministry until just recently. Uh, a friend passed along information, and uh, we reached out to you. For those not familiar with the, the, the New Mexico Baptist Disaster Relief, and maybe in, in more broad sense, uh, the um, uh, the Baptist Convention's um uh, is is it, you know is it an international group is it uh national uh and you know maybe it's it's history there and then how it came to new mexico and your involvement okay well uh, southern baptist disaster relief is the nationwide organization and it's been around for about uh, goodness 55 years now i guess it started down in texas when there was a hurricane and um a layman just decided he wanted to do something to help, so he went down to where the people were out of their homes and set up some little uh, sterno tin can type burners and started making meals for people, and that was the beginning. And it kind of grew from there into a truck truck food ministry, feeding people. And then it just, as people realized, hey, this is a great ministry, it's an opportunity to meet people when they're really hurting and and do something in real terms for them. And it's just taken off and so now there are probably 80,000 volunteers wow. nationwide. So wow. it's a growing, growing ministry. And sad to say, it's a growth industry. There's no shortage of disasters right. and they're getting more and more and bigger and bigger. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, and we tr- we do our best as we see those disasters to find organizations like this to aim the body of Christ at for support and what have you. And as you mentioned that you know the the beginnings of this, I l- it's so great to hear those stories of a lay person. You know, uh, I I know you know I've I've been associated with with Pastor Skip Heitzig for decades, mm-hmm. and I know one of the, <laughs> someone will often come up to a to any pastor and say, you know what ministry our church should do? Mm-hmm. We should do this, and then the pastor says. Sounds like a good idea. Why don't you head that up? <laughs> that, that's the right answer. Uh, but uh, um, uh, now uh, you uh, have been involved for, for how long? After I retired, I was a, a park ranger, a division chief with the National Park Service. Okay. And so I retired in uh, 2003, and one of the deacons in our church in Carlsbad said, you need to get involved in this with your background. You, right. You'd be a natural. And so we didn't... I, Sad to say at that point, I didn't know anything about the ministry either. had never even heard of it. But I uh, uh, took some uh, initial introductory training to find out what it was about. And then we, as I had retired and my wife was getting ready to retire, we sold our home and went on a road trip for six months while we were building our home here in Rio Rancho. Yeah. And right in the middle of all that, Hurricane Katrina hit. Wow. And so I got a call from my friend in Carlsbad and said, we're taking our field kitchen somewhere. We don't know where we're going to land, but when we get there, would you meet us? And we said, sure. So uh, they wound up in McGee, Mississippi, and we joined them there. And then they went down to Houma, Louisiana, and then up to Slidell. And we were there for uh, probably close to two months total. Uh, And then that was kind of the beginning. And after that, we just, it seems like every Every year there were several opportunities, and we've been all across the country and yeah. halfway around the world. Well, uh, uh, you started with the big one, Ed. <laughs> That's true. It's uh, a, it set the bar pretty high. Yeah, well, and, and the truth is, uh, Ed, and, and you know this probably better than I do, uh, you know, uh, disaster relief uh, can go anywhere from, you know, a single family. Uh, you know, all of us at one time or another – uh, find ourselves in a place where we've experienced disaster. Absolutely. We we tend to think of disasters as those big things that make the headlines. But one of the things that we really emphasize in New Mexico is that if there's a, a tree on your house or your fence is blown over or something's getting ready to fall on your car, for you, that's your personal disaster. Yeah. And we want our volunteers not in the pews, but out helping in the local community. We want to be an ar- outreach arm of the local church. Well, well, I so much appreciate that and the work the volunteers uh, are doing with you. Now, is that something that's uh, exclusively uh, based in, in Albuquerque as far as New Mexico goes, or are there people, because we have listeners in Las Cruces, 88.1 FM, mm-hmm. uh, 90.7 FM at Cannon Air Force Base near Clovis, uh, and uh, in Portales as well. And then, of course, we have listeners online. Uh, but is that something that listeners can participate in all across New Mexico? Absolutely. We have volunteers in each of those communities that you mentioned. It's a statewide organization, um, and it's not exclusively Baptist. We say that we welcome Baptists and people of like faith. Yeah. And so uh, if someone is a born-again follower of Jesus and wants to get out and help, we've got the opportunity there you go the we're body, always looking the body you need hands and feet and absolutely. all the parts absolutely uh, the body of christ we appreciate uh, all of that now uh if someone is listening and uh and uh, they're like you know what um like yourself ed you know you found yourself which by the way thank you for your service 
in, in the in the Forest Service. Uh, park uh, Service, uh, almost uh, the same. The, the park, the park <laughs> service. Um, a subtle difference, but yeah. there is a difference. I tell you, I was I was a, I was a military brat growing up, and and our our parents purposed uh, to get us to those places, you know, marked by history and oh, so yeah. much, uh, absolutely uh, rich history. And uh, but uh, for someone listening and they're hearing uh, about opportunity to serve, whether they're retired or not, quite honestly, um, what would be the best way for someone to reach out uh, to the uh, the Baptist Disaster Relief here in New Mexico? They can call the Baptist Convention of New Mexico, which is all you have to do is look that up online and yeah. you'll find the contact information. You can look at our website, which is uh, nmbdrbcnm.org, and that will, it's on the, okay, on that card there, right. I think. And the, uh, and that will give them a good idea of what we do and how we do it and why we do it. And, and there's a contact sheet in there that they can get in touch with us. And it begins with just a, uh, about a two and a half hour orientation, a, a video that just says, here's what we're about. Here's what we're do. And, uh, you're welcome to join us. But what we're looking for is commitment. Yeah. And if people just want to join to be part of an organization, then we suggest you find something else because yeah. We need folks when the bang happens that will step up and go. Right. Well, and let's talk about uh, in this ad the hands and feet because I don't want to uh, miss someone who might make an assumption about what you need uh, that maybe physically uh, isn't able. But I'm guessing there's administrative things or <coughs> excuse me, other things that almost anyone can do uh, to be a part of maybe a prayer team or uh, you know what uh, what would you suggest in that area as far as someone. Um, well, no, not me. <laughs> in in our ministry, there is an opening for people who can do just about anything. Yeah, we have people. If you can cook, we're always looking for folks who can work in our field kitchens. We have a quick response kitchen that's designed to immediately go when the bad thing happens and start feeding people. And we can do up to a thousand meals a day. Um, and then if it's big enough, that just gets us started. And then we can call in resources from our neighbor states that can go up to 50,000 meals a day. But we have a, a mobile laundry. So if someone knows how to wash clothes, and I suspect most of us do, even though guys don't admit it, but we know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, and we have a, a shower ministry that people can, if they can clean a shower and just wash towels to, to let our volunteers get cleaned up at the end of the day. Of course, we have the the dirty work too, the the shovel work, the chainsaw jobs, things like that. But um, just about anybody who has the ability to get out of bed, we have an opening for you. Okay, uh, and um, I'm you know in the time you've been doing this, Ed, I have to imagine uh, you've seen great opportunity. I mean, uh, uh, you know, there's the work that needs to be done, but I have to imagine the people that are receiving the assistance. Um, there's gotta be questions coming from them. What would make you guys come out here? You don't even know me. That's, uh, that's very often the question we get And Why did you come all the way across the country to help us? How much is this going to cost me? Well, the answer is nothing. We're, we're just here as volunteers. Um, you know, why, why would you do this? And we say, it's very simple. Uh, we have the love of Jesus. We are commanded to shine the light of that life in the world by our good works. You need us, and here we are. Yeah. People, when they are flat on their back, there's only one direction they can look, and that's up. And so very often they're more open 
to the gospel message. And that's always what we, we share with them. It's, it's not just physical labor. Uh, that just opens the door. It's just like Jesus healed the sick and, and the lame and the blind. He always talked about the good news of, of salvation, repentance, and eternal life. Well, that's what we do. We will present a Bible at the end of the, the mission, whatever the project is for the homeowner, signed by the volunteers, and we'll pray with them. And then if it's appropriate, we will share the gospel with them. And last year, over, I'd say, um, say, say 22 and early 23, uh-huh. we had over 30 uh, professions of faith just as a result of that direct contact and that direct work. So people do respond when you show compassion and care. Yeah. I mean, you know, over all these years, uh, you said fi- over 50 years, you know, yes. if just one soul, you know, it's, it's worth all, all the work that's, uh, uh, being done by the body of Christ to, as they reach out in this area. Uh, so you, you see, you share the gospel, provi- provide them with a Bible and what have you, um, a follow-up. Is there an opportunity to get back to some of the folks, uh, that, uh, the New Mexico Baptist disaster relief has reached out to? Well, we always leave their contact information with the local church. There you that go. We Love want that. the connection with the local church. Yeah. We're going home. Yeah, yeah. The local church has the opportunity then to reach into these communities with everybody we contact. Um, and there's an opening to reach people that probably they wouldn't have reached otherwise. So that that's kind of the, the close of the loop. Yeah, you know, as far as encouraging people to – to consider something like this, you know, I have to think it's, well, it's a mission field. It really, it, it really is short term missions. Uh, and, and, and any involvement I've done there, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's the flesh, uh, that's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to, and they're going to, <laughs> and it, and it seems like, you, you know, you have this, uh, maybe natural mentality. I'm going to go bless someone. And that's a great thing to, to want to do. Uh, but, uh, Ed, I have to imagine that the people you come across, you've been blessed by the people you've met and served. Always, we feel like we're blessed more than than we offer blessings. You know, we're just there to shine the light, and and people, they're always very gracious. They're very appreciative of what we do, and even hospitable. I would oh, imagine. Oh, very, yeah. very, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, people in that situation when they've they've lost everything, very often they can be angry. They can be angry with God. They can be angry with the local yeah. government that can be angry with FEMA yeah. and we show up and say, we're just here to help. Yeah. And it just, you can just see it melt away. And before we're through, we, we have great friends. Well, uh, we'll put a bow on it with this, Ed. Let's, uh, uh, let's, uh, get folks uh, involved in, in these ways too. You know, we, we've uh, talked about the various physical ways, uh, that you can be part of this. Uh, but, uh, you know, without necessarily being, a member of the New Mexico Baptist Disaster Relief, uh, you can go to the site, I'm, I'm guessing, at nmbdrbcnm.org. Uh, and uh, there's you know, typically ways to support financially almost any uh, nonprofit organization. Uh, let's talk about this first. How can the KLYT listener uh, be praying specifically? I absolutely believe in the specificity of prayer uh how can they be praying for your group um uh as they as as they you know go to the lord with with uh requests on that website there are specific prayer requests and and that we change as as opportunities present but but my my number one prayer what our pastor at sagebrush calls the big hairy audacious audacious prayer is that 
that people would would catch the ministry they would catch the fever understand what we're called to do and and just become a part of it at, at whatever level whether it's across the street across town across the country whatever that's my number one that that more and more laborers would would come to the come to the battle but specifically um right now we have a team in maui this is our third team that we've sent to maui for fire cleanup after the big fire they yeah, had yeah and uh, we we would covet prayers for their safe work uh, the conditions there you think maui wow these guys are on vacation well no it's hot and it's humid and they are working in tyvek suits from head to toe mm. and so it's it's really uncomfortable hard work um but they're reaching people who again they've lost everything they own plus all their neighbors have lost everything they own many of them have lost loved ones this was a very tight closed old community yeah and so just pray for them to to be salt and light in that environment yeah and i would guess along with that uh pray for healing from injury uh as they work you know diligently in what they're doing pray for good sleep because uh, uh, that rest uh, uh, does heal the body and prepares them for more work to be done Amen. Um, but uh, okay that's and and again uh, as Ed mentioned uh, the list of prayer requests are on the website let me give it to you again NMBC just think uh, New Mexico um, um, New Baptist, Mexico Baptist disaster disaster release <laughs> yeah NMBDR New Mexico Baptist disaster relief and then uh, it finishes with BCNM Baptist Convention, New Mexico. So nmbdrbcnm.org, you'll find the information there. Also on the website, uh, I'm sure a way to reach out and say, hey, I'm interested in, uh, you know, actually participating physically uh, in assisting in, in these areas. Uh, but uh, uh, how important, too, is the financial assistance? Well, everything we do is by volunteers. And so when we send people to Maui, it's expensive. And, yeah. and we pay pay their way as much as possible but whether it's across to maui or if it's in louisiana texas wherever we try to be completely supportive of all our volunteers well that takes money and so we're always open to anybody maybe you can't go maybe you can't serve personally you have a job you have other responsibilities but on that website there's an opportunity to donate to us and we certainly appreciate it Um, the expenses of going to florida as we did last year or to um Colorado or Missouri or Texas or Oklahoma, all the places we've been in the last year and now Maui, um, it, it takes a toll on our finances. All right. Well, uh, Ed Green has been our guest today. He's the disaster relief director uh, mission of the missions mobilization team uh, here with the New Mexico Baptist disaster relief. Uh, Ed, this clearly isn't your first ro- rodeo. I mean, you, you did, <laughs> we appreciate your time. You had all the great information uh, in your hip pocket and, uh, we're glad you could pass that along. And we do thank you and your team, uh, for the work, you know, the physical uh, relief work that's being done, but clearly the love of Christ being shown to those that are on the receiving end, uh, not only through that work, but in the, the love for them, that you want the best for them. And what is the best? It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you bring that along with you. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Anytime, Steve. All right. Hey, stick around. Uh, there's a, a other ministry going on uh, out in, uh, well, it is really uh, pretty remote places in New Mexico, or a place in New Mexico we're going to let you know about, uh, but an opportunity maybe for a short day trip for you and your family to get out uh, and enjoy 
uh, a presentation uh, this Christmas season. We'll let you know more about that when we come back from the break on ABQ Connect. 